0: Welcome back to another episode of the Call for Caring's The Empowerment Hour. My name is Michelle Bolden, and I'm your guide as we journey through caregiving together. The Empowerment Hour will bring inspiration, education, and resources to our audience of family caregivers. We hope the information that you receive today is tangible and that you can use it immediately. And we're excited to bring this information through our third season, Um, I'm excited right now because this month is National Family Caregiver Month. So we are celebrating you, the family caregiver. And today we have a very special guest who's going to talk a little bit about how you can celebrate yourself this month and every month as you move through your caregiver journey. So today I am joined by Pastor Eddie Bridgman of Impact Church. And he is going to share his top five items of celebrating you, the family caregiver. Welcome, Pastor Eddie.
1: Good morning, Michelle. It is so beautiful and wonderful to be here with you. I'm excited about this podcast uh, because it is uh, Family Caregivers Month, where we recognize those individuals that give sacrificially uh, to their loved ones and often. Uh, uh, people who are not a part of their family, they have the anointing and the spirit to give back to others, even at their own expense. So I'm excited uh, to talk a little bit with you today about that.
0: Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So can you please share a little bit about your background and your current work?
1: Sure, sure. Um, Well, in a previous life, as I always say, I was an accountant, uh, but uh, for the last 34 years, I have been um, a pastor of all, at all levels. Uh, I currently serve as the care pastor at Impact Church in East Point, Georgia. Uh, and uh, we have so many exciting things that we're doing there. I've been the care pastor here now uh, for the last six and a half years. So prior to the pandemic, during the pandemic, and now here, after the pandemic. And so, as you can imagine, I've seen in just these few uh, years with Impact Church, a lot of changes, a lot of ups and downs, certainly a lot of trauma uh, with families, whether it was pandemic related or not. um, We've seen a lot because we are uh, considered uh, one of the fastest growing churches within the United Methodist Church, North Georgia district, district. Uh, a central North Georgia district in particular. And so um, uh, there's a lot of great things happening, even though uh, we do carry the heaviness of others, uh, we do see uh, the rainbow in the cloud, as I call right. it. And so we'll talk a little bit about that too.
0: Well, so let's talk a little bit about the programs that IMPACT impact offers to kind of support family caregivers.
1: Oh, that's a great question, Michelle. Um, Recently, and then I won't go too far back, I'll talk about what we currently have. Um, <clears throat> Recently, we started um, support groups uh, mm. that are centered uh, for caregivers and the community. These support groups uh, are split up in four distinct areas because as you can imagine, uh, even with four different types of support groups, that's still not enough. But we have support groups that meet weekly Uh, for those individuals and their families that might be going through cancer and cancer-related issues. Support group number one, cancer-related. Then we have a self-medication or addiction support group. As you know, many of our caregivers often find themselves um, in that line uh, or in that that mindset that they have to fix themselves, even though they can't usually, and they use drugs or alcohol or some other type of addictive uh, behavior in order to cope with what they might be going through. Well, that support group is here for those type of individuals who might find themselves self-medicating or going through some addiction process. Number three is grief. As you know, most, or I shouldn't say most, but uh, a lot of our caregivers ultimately are caretakers for someone who's transitioning from this life to uh, their greater reward. And so we have a support group that is centered around uh, 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 grief and the pain and the trauma often that they experience. because a lot of caregivers, as you know, uh, leave behind their life or their work, uh, their occupation to become caregivers. And that grief can be traumatizing while others may be able to go to a funeral or go to a celebration of life and move on and continue on with a great life. Oftentimes, caregivers get stuck in the muck, in the myra of grief and the trauma that that they experience and so we uh offer that as well and then finally uh the support group for relationships that's a big one michelle because again caregivers and uh uh, people within their community often uh, don't have relationships outside of the person that they're caring for and so Uh, uh, partners and uh, uh, marriages or spouses uh, often go wanting and so we thought it was a great idea to lend support to individuals who are married or who are in relationship, but had to put it aside to become a caregiver or continue on their caregiving journey. So uh, that's what impact is doing on the short term. There's so, so, so many more things uh, that are not direct support, but indirect support that we give to the caregivers as well. But uh, again, if there are individuals out there that believe that they are alone, let me, uh, caution you you're not mm-hmm. we are in this okay. together and we Sweet. as a church impact church in particular uh, take caregivers very seriously and we want to be a support even when you think you might not need it in mm-hmm. the moment come out on a wednesday night this happens every wednesday night at six thirty. it's only for one hour 6 30 to 7 30 because we know that individuals must get back to their caregiving uh, right. responsibilities and so that's, that's one way, or should I say four ways that we are uh, supporting and caring for the caregivers.
0: That That's absolutely amazing, Pastor Eddie. And I, I, I love it. You know, when you talk about the addiction and not only the pain, but it's just the numbing effect that often happens with, you know, I just want to be numb from what's going on right now. Right. And so that alcohol allows for you to do that. Those drugs allows for you just to be numb and not even feel anything, let alone the pain. Um, The other piece that you talked about was the grief and the relationships. And so Mm -hmm. the grief that often occurs, um, knowing that someone is going to, there's going to transition at the end of the life, but also I've lost that relationship, particularly when it's related to dementia and things of that sort. I've now, this person is still here, but they're no longer really my mother or my father or my sister Mm -hmm. because they, they can't hold those responsibilities because they're just not able to and so now now i've also just lost that relationship that was there before so there's grief that even happens before the transition other than the loss of my independence as a person because i can't work i can't because i'm caring for you and so I think that's amazing um, that, and the relationships that have suffered for, because of long-term care, husbands and wives, because someone is trying to take care of a mother or father. I mean, it's it, it's it's challenging. And so amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. I think that's Michelle,
1: awesome. Michelle, I, I want to touch on one thing that, that you said there, because I think it's important for individuals to know. Um, when you are dealing with trauma, Uh, And the type of trauma that you just mentioned. I talked with a young lady and she said that uh, her mother was her best friend. Growing up, they planned all of these great things that they were going to do together, including uh, her wedding and how excited her mother was. I mean, she was her best friend. And unfortunately, uh, she suffered with dementia at an early age. Her mother did um, uh, in her Uh, early 40s and so this young lady who was beginning a career now found herself in a relationship a full-blown full-blown relationship with someone that she never knew Mm -hmm. and she had to become a caregiver and so she talked to me about grieving the loss of a living mother Mm -hmm. you said it earlier Grieving the loss of a parent or a spouse or a sibling uh, who is still with you, but not, not independent and mentally is a completely different person. You know, the trauma of having someone who once loved you and said kind words to you now cuss you out. Mm-hmm. Now, uh mm-hmm. Act as though you are a stranger and are afraid of you, not for anything you did as a caregiver, but simply because dementia and Alzheimer's have such a debilitating effect on our loved ones. Imagine that. Yeah. You see the person that you've always seen visually. They look the same, right. but they're not the same. Right. That That's is right. grief, Michelle. Absolutely the nail right on the head. Absolutely. And so it's important for individuals to know that, to your point, transition is not the beginning of grief. Off time, we experience grief the moment we become a caregiver because of the sympathy and empathy we have for the person that we love. Right. And it hurts, Michelle. Yes. And so we're here to help you uh, get through that. Call for Caring is that type of organization. We don't wait until someone transition uh, with Call for Caring or with Impact Church in particular. Mm -hmm. We address the issues right now, irrespective of who you are and where you live in this metro Atlanta area or what your resources are. That's
0: right. Or, or, or across the nation, because we we expand. I mean, we've had other countries to listen to the podcast as well. So everyone is, is, is dealing with this, with this transition, and this grief that happens. And so, um, you know, we want everyone to know that wherever you are, reach out um, to those many support systems that may be a religious organization in your community. Um, but, you know, you you are not alone. There is someone here to help you um, right. to be able to get through this, this journey. And so as we talk about grief and relationships, um, you know, this is how we this is how we thrive as a person. Right. And so in order to have these relationships, in order to care for someone else, we have to be OK within ourselves mentally physically, spiritually. And so, Pastor Eddie, can you talk a little bit about why it's so important that we have self-care?
1: Oh, my God, Michelle. We could spend a whole day uh, talking about that. I recently I went through a little bout with sickness, and um, uh, my first thing was shut off the phones, um, even though you're tempted to answer them. Um, Oftentimes, meditation and prayer Prayer, of course, is when we're talking to God. Meditation is when we're listening to God. Um, that's important uh, to set aside. You have 24 hours in a day. He's talking about self-care, and I'll try not to be too long-winded, but this is this is near and dear to my heart. You have 24 hours in a day. I would encourage every caregiver, Uh, And I know sometimes it it may be difficult, but when you're intentional about care, self-care, you can make the time. 15 minutes. Start with 15 minutes out of 24 hours in a day. Set aside 15 minutes where you are present with yourself, present with God, and present with your environment. Oftentimes we're running so fast that we don't really see ourselves. You know, you look in the mirror, you see a pair, you know, a set of teeth that needs to be brushed or eyes that need to be washed through, but you don't see the individual. So that's my first thing. Self-care rule number one, take time for you. Start minimally 15 minutes a day with just you, either talking to God or listening to God, but either way, in a really nice place. Number two, you are an individual that is independent from the caregiver and your loved one. You still have you. And so what do you like? Do you remember eating ice cream or maybe going out, you know, for a scoop of ice cream? Do you remember going to a concert or maybe going to your your local pub and having a drink? You know, something that you, you, the individual, not you and your mother, you and your uh, spouse or your children, but what is it that you enjoy doing whether it was as a child or as a young adult or as now uh, whatever state you're in right now. Find a time to do that and make a plan to do it at least once a quarter. Once a quarter, I'm going to go to a concert. Once a quarter, I'm going to go out with some friends. I'm going to, you know, club hop, as we used to call it, you know, doing some things that really make you smile and remind you that you still exist, even though you exist in the world of caregiving. Can I give you a small testimony about just this weekend uh, as I did uh, my holiday uh, on the beach? I was sitting there watching my wife out in the water, and uh, a gentleman was to my left, and he was standing. We had an umbrella and a couple of chairs under the umbrella, but Natasha was out in in the water, my wife. Um, And I got up to adjust the umbrella, and this gentleman waved at me. Of course, I waved back. A few moments later, he came over and he said uh, he, he was standing and he asked me my name and I said, you know, no, no. Uh, and I said, no, please have a seat. Uh, you know, it's, it's hot out here. It was in the mid 80s. Nice. But, you know, on the beach, the sun can get, <laughs> get challenging. He sat down and he said, are you local? I said, no, I'm, I'm traveling with my wife for our anniversary. He said to me. I came just for the day. I uh, left my job in uh, Las Vegas a few years ago to come home to take care of my 84-year-old mother. Wow. And asked this man uh, about this, but he offered the fact that he is a caregiver mm. and his daughter came home and said to him, his daughter is in college, his daughter, and this gentleman was probably in his mid-40s, uh, he said his daughter came home from college and said, Dad, I want you to just take time and go to the beach, take a day. You need some time away. And I, you know, yeah. Michelle, that type yes. of thing, as you, you know, being a caregiver myself, uh, as a care pastor um, finding time for yourself, even if you know someone who is a caregiver that hasn't had any time away or time to just, you know, go shopping. You know, I don't want to say that too loud to our sisters on the phone. I, I do. Have <laughs> I don't know. Men doing a shopping. lot of shopping
0: <laughs> these days. Men are shopping a lot too. So it's well, not just I the am. way. I, okay, I, I, there it is. I can't
1: believe that you called me out. like that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you know someone that that is a caregiver, especially those that are in house or a twenty four hour caregiver, go buy. Give them a break. Let them go and get their hair done. Or if it's a guy, get his hair cut. You know, go hang out with the guys. Go grab a beer if you drink beer. Whatever it is. But find a way to be with you again and remind yourself I still matter. That's self-care. Reminding yourself that you still matter. So those are are three things. Now, I can go on and on. You you know I can. Uh, But those are three things that I would say that I would offer to caregivers
0: uh, to highlight the importance of self-care. Okay. And so are those the ways that you would have them to celebrate themselves as part of this self-care month? Oh, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um,
1: You know, if, if we sit around and we wait for others to celebrate us, I promise you, you'll be waiting a long time. I, I, you know, I'm 58 years of age now, and I, I don't know. If my, you know, each year I say to my son and daughter, well, "Okay." They say, "Well, no, Dad, what you want? You all, you got everything." And I, I, I just want an experience. Right. But if I sit around and wait for them to do it, and they have their own lives and their own right. children now, it'll be forever. How do does a caregiver celebrate by celebrating? Right, intentional and not waiting for someone else to do it. If you don't like you, Michelle, if I don't like me, then nobody else is gonna like me. That's right. So if I don't in like manner, if I don't celebrate me, then the likelihood of others celebrating me is slim to none. So celebrate yourself, even if you get up in the morning and say, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, got out to Starbucks and get my favorite cup of Java uh, to celebrate me. One thing I say often, and you've heard me say it, Michelle, is um, we all can be determined, irrespective of our Mm -hmm. situation or our circumstances, to make this day, this day we're living in right now, the best day of your life. So you caregivers out there, if you remember that, that birthday or the birth of a child, or when you got your degree or you graduated from high school, whatever the day was that was so exciting that it blew your mind and you still remember it to this day and you rehearse it to others even now, do it today. Be determined that whatever and how great that day was that you remember, today is even a better day. But you gotta be intentional and celebrate you first and then go on with your
0: day. That's right, awesome. That's four right there, that was number two. I see that as being number two, start right now. That's what we need Uh, to do to celebrate, that's right. And so the number one thing that I would recommend, and I'm sure you would recommend for people to do to celebrate themselves, is to join us, call for caring in partnership with Impact Church at the 2023 Atlanta Family Caregiver Expo on November the 18th. We will be at Impact Church, and it is going to be an exciting day to celebrate family caregivers. And so I'll let you talk a little bit about that. And then I'll jump in as I calm down from the excitement. I'll let you start, Pastor Eddie. Oh, Michelle,
1: I am just as excited. I think we're peas in a pod as it relates to the excitement of the 2023 Atlanta uh, Family Caregivers Expo. Uh, This is our third annual one. Uh, We have partnered in the past with uh, Emory University and others and with Impact Church in the past as well. The interesting thing I I find when it comes to Impact Church and that partnership, it's in the community. Uh, You know, you don't have to go and find parking or or go to a hospital and, or as in Emory's case, and find the Expo Center. Uh, You can drive right up and you can see the happenings. Everything from personal screenings. Yeah, that's one of the things we talk about caregivers. Uh, We don't Think about our own health as caregivers. And so this day and how uh, the call for caring organization and impact church and partnership with them, how we've set it up. We've set it up for you, not your loved one. It's for you. Now, I said not for your loved ones, but I want to put a pin in that because uh, you can bring your loved one, the person that you're caring for, whether you are a professional caregiver, i.e. a nurse or a uh, a home health care provider of some sort, you can still bring that individual because we have a companion space. That's where you can drop your, well, I shouldn't say drop, but you can bring your loved one by, leave them in the hands of volunteers for Call for Caring and Impact Church, leave them in a room where music will be played, activities will be happening, food, yes, will be served to them as well. and You won't have to worry about whether or not uh, they, they are being taken care of, they're being loved on, because these individuals that will be in that room are specifically handpicked by us to take care of your loved one while you get taken care of. I know that's a double negative, but I said it anyway and I'll say it again. (laughs) While you're being cared for, your loved one will be cared for that day through the entire day. So if you wanna come by First thing in the morning at 9 a.m., you know, for the caregiver's breakfast where we're celebrating you. And I know, Michelle, you want to talk about that part, so I won't take your thunder. (laughs) Uh, But you can come as early as the breakfast, drop, uh, uh, bring your loved one by, leave them in the companion care area, and stay the entire day and experience. Everything from having a massage and getting maybe a, a mani or a pedi if we have those individuals on. And certainly the information that will be offered, everything from estate planning to Medicare and Medicaid and how to navigate through those types of uh, services and resources to such, so, 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 so many others. We have vendors that are going to be there that are there for you. Not there for the person you're caring for, but we are here for you, even to the point where if you just need a quiet space, I just need some time to get away and just be still, not think about all of the challenges of caregiving. Well, on that day, November Saturday, November the 18th, from early in the morning until mid-afternoon, that day is the day. Mark your calendars. If you have not already, mark your calendar, Saturday, November the 18th, from 9 a.m. in the morning to 3 in the afternoon. I know I shot for it early because I want you all to get there early. Come early so you can get your space. There's going to be food, fun, fellowship, and lots of information, not for your loved one,
0: but for you, the caregiver. We're celebrating you on that day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Pastor, I'm going to add another year to that. This will be our fourth Fourth, caregiver expo. That's right. This will be our fourth. And so we're excited because it gets bigger and better every year. And so that companion care space, we want to be able to start closer to the expo. So we're open those doors up closer to 10 o'clock or so. You can bring your loved one in. Um, they can spend a couple of hours in there. We'll have registered nurses in there caring for them. We will have certified nursing assistants in there caring for them. So you will have professionals loving on your loved ones um, while you enjoy yourself and give yourself peace of mind. And so as Pastor Eddie shared, this is for you. We want to take care of your mind, your body, your spirit, your soul on this day. And so we created all of these resources in one space for you to be able to we know what's on your mind is how am I, how am I going to take care of my loved one? So we have resources there that are going to guide you of where they can live, uh, how you can support them in those financially, um, how you're able to legally support their journey, uh, legal consultations. Um, what are your options? options for medicare what's available through medicaid what's available through the state resources so we want to be able to bring all of that information we know why we want you to enjoy yourself that's on the back of your mind so we want to be able to address those questions so your journey is much better and caring for your loved ones but then we're going to take care of you that's why we've created this self-care room specifically for you to be loved on Manny stretches learning how to do yoga learning how to spend in that 15 minutes that pastor eddie talked about in meditation we have a meditation room where we will give guided meditation sessions to show you what to do in that space creating a space of calmness creating a space for just prayer if you want to come and just be prayed upon we have that available for you for that day as well. We also have some awesome speaker series. We're going to start off with building a better you. What are some components you need in your life in order to make things better for you? We're going to talk about mental health. Mental health is a critical piece of you being able to care for yourself and your loved ones. So Not only are we going to have that speaking series, but we're also going to have a Fulton County mobile mental health clinic in the parking space there. So you can literally go into a private space, have that private conversation about what's going on in your life, get that guidance that you need in order to continue this journey, but taking care of your mind, body, soul, and spirit as well. And so the breakfast, I'm excited about the breakfast. We're going to start off with our inaugural breakfast of champions and we're celebrating you. This is a sit down. Wonderful breakfast. It's one wonderful breakfast is one of Atlanta's best chefs. Um, it's going to prepare a meal. We're going to have some song. We're going to give some awards away. We're excited that this expo has been able to help us to find, um, grant donations and so we have care Swap scholarships we're giving away to families and yes. so we, we're going to offer those through this amazing breakfast and honor a couple of special caregivers as well so we want you to be there because every caregiver in the room will walk away with a gift on during this breakfast and so make sure that you're there um, you can res- register at callforcaring.org backslash expo um, you can get set up for that, and again, all of this is complimentary. This is a complimentary expo. There is a small price for the wrap for the for the breakfast, um, but tickets tickets are very affordable. But the expo is completely free, and so we encourage you to join us. Uh, spread the word. Spread the word with family and friends. Grab a caregiver, bring them along. If excuse excuses that I don't have anywhere for my loved one to stay, they can stay in a space for a minimum of two hours um, in order for us to be able to care for you and then take care of them as well. And we understand COVID may be a challenge. So in that space, we are very CDC guideline prepared. Again, we have healthcare professionals in that space making sure that they are safe. So we hope to see you on saturday november the 18th at the atlanta family caregiver expo you can begin with the breakfast at 9 or you can join us at 10 and just be prepared to get a a day of information being loved on being encouraged being motivated and so we hope to see you there pastor eddie i want to thank you so much for joining us today Um, This is a special episode because we want to especially celebrate you, the family caregivers. And so you can join um, Call for Caring at any time or a a podcast through Up To Me Radio. Um, You can log in to Up To Me Radio, listen there for a podcast, or you can also join us on any one of your favorite podcast platforms forms. You can always check out callforcaring.org and identify what we're doing through the year, our part, podcasts, our expos, our education sessions, our care grants, log in and check in on us. And so, again, I want to thank you for joining us, Pastor Eddie. Yes. I want to thank our family caregivers for the amazing work that you do. You are worthy of being celebrated during November and every month for all the work you do